0: Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Now we have episode 20 of season two. Oh, my God. This is going crazy at this point. But, Kevin, this is your episode yet again. Yes, It is the wrestling episode. Everyone's back except Cyrus. His his computer decided to glitch on him, so he'll join us eventually. But, Kevin, take it. I'm very,
1: I have been very excited. It has been a long wait. The last time you saw everyone was episode 25, and now we are literally at episode 72. So the, the wrestling podcast is back. As you can see, one half of the Mush Squad podcast is here. We got Joe Mack here. We have West Virginia's favorite son, Leland Reed, here. And shortly, <laughs> you will see everyone's favorite duke blue devil uh cyrus johnson jr from south jersey Uh, apparently not Merritt's favorite (laughs) you know he's waiting on has got some technical difficulties but he's gonna join us soon so guys go ahead and say hello to the pod again are we doing fellas How's it going, guys? Good to see everyone. Good to see everyone. I
2: was wondering uh, yeah, who's going to say something first. I was, uh, that, that's what I was waiting on <laughs> to see if Joe was going first or uh, was. <laughs> I was.
3: I wanted to defer because I usually always talk first. But what I will say, and we'll obviously get into this, Kev, is I think I might have made the biggest mistake of all time oh, trading man.
1: Leland MJF
3: all those many moons ago. So I, yeah. I
1: know. I mean, but it's funny because like I look at my roster right now and half of it if it, like it's like currently dismantled because of like circumstances beyond my control. But we're going for it because this is our wrestling promotions and this is us living the dream. And I'm excited. So you know, hopefully Cyrus is gonna get on. But um merit, I'm just gonna rock with it. We're gonna go into the weekly oh, sports updates. Hey, So, first things first, we have Derek Carr finally released by the Raiders. He literally, I believe it was one day before his contract became guaranteed and the Raiders cut him. Um, I don't know about you boys. I'm pretty sure that we knew this was going to happen. They stopped playing him earlier in the season. Now, the debate goes, where do we think Derek Carr is going? I think it all depends on the Aaron Rodgers
3: saga. Oh, yes. Because when Aaron Rodgers comes out of his 96 hours in in isolated blackness and darkness, who knows what he's going to come out and say. So if he wants to continue playing football, the best chance for Aaron Rodgers to get to the Super Bowl, and this is going to hurt me multiple times over, but the best chance that Aaron Rodgers has to get to the Super Bowl is to play for the New York Jets. Oof. Um and it's disgusting to say that it it hurts me but it's the truth. And if he wants to continue playing football for a team not the Green Bay Packers, it's got to be the New York Jets. And then now all the other cards will
1: fall in line after that.
0: Yeah, he still ain't going to do shit on the Jets. That's
1: I think honest. I just feel like I know he's a lot of people have been saying the Jets, but I also feel Aaron is just too damn sensitive. And I think the New York media will absolutely rip him apart.
0: Yeah. He'll, at this point with the with Vegas letting Cargo, you know, you have Devontae Adams down there. Hopefully they're smart enough to re-sign Josh Jacobs and a couple other guys on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, why not just trade for very ha- – taking away everything why not just keep going at this point get Rodgers for one year make one magical run potentially in one of the toughest divisions in the in the nfl and the jets let's put it this way there's no guarantee that they're going to be good you know that the afc east is going to be wide open next year the bills are going to come down back down to earth miami's coming up Hopefully my Patriots can figure out how to throw a football more than five yards. Um, We'll find out. (laughs) We'll
2: see. Yeah, I'm interested to see where Carr goes. I think, I mean, I think he didn't get treated too well in Vegas. But, I mean, how good is Derek Carr? I don't even think we know the answer to that. I think he can be really good if he goes to the right system, but I think he has to get into that right system before anything else. I, I mean, it, if he, I like the Jets, I don't see him being able to succeed with the Jets. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't see that. So it, I'm with Joe Mack. It, it really depends on where Rodgers goes. That's when all the dominoes are going to start to fall.
3: There's not many teams that, if you add Derek Carr to the team, you're like, this team's going from eight and nine to a playoff berth because yeah. you know, one of the rumored locations is the Titans, they might be separating from Ryan Tannehill. Is Derek Carr much better than Ryan Tannehill? Is that like hey. your better option? Are you uh, gonna pay him?
0: Tannehill at least can run, right? Tannehill can is mobile, Carr is not.
3: You know, I, I got a sweet spot, I got a you like know, a little. I give, I got love for Ryan Tannehill for his time spent in Miami, um, but I, I, Derek Carr is maybe one or two better spots higher than where Ryan Tannehill is, so it's not mm-hmm. really an improvement to pay this guy thirty-five million dollars to play quarterback for you. Yeah, the only yeah. spot that I... makes
0: sense is the t- the, is what everyone keeps saying is the Saints is the only team that's been thoroughly interested in him. Oh, Cyrus is we got a his...
1: Samsung.
0: I mean, Cyrus is here. I love it. Oh God! Now
1: I can take the picture for the for the Instagram story.
0: Yeah, that's all you're gonna be able to get. I don't think we're gonna see his
1: face. Oh well, he's connecting the audio right now. Well, you know what'll
0: happen? The audio will come up. His computer will start working, and we'll hear double Cyrus. Hey, it's like that's the old days.
3: Better than zero Cyrus, though. That's true. That is true. True. That's very
4: true. true. I'm here, Cyrus.
1: Yes, we Where's can't f- see you though.
0: Where's your face?
1: There oh, I- ah, there
0: he is. <laughs> Hi, Cyrus.
1: Hi, Hi Merrick. <laughs> 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 ah, I mean, my, me my,
5: me and my, me my computer are vibing right now. I, I think it's upset because I haven't used it in a couple weeks.
0: Oh wow! Well, you'll use it this week and next week too because you'll be back on. <laughs> If you haven't noticed, you're gonna be back on next week because the NBA All-Star Games next week uh, this Sunday. So we'll be talking about Not that enough. next week. So you have to be on. Uh that's
4: right.
0: <laughs> um oh, so do we want to move on to Leland's yeah. favorite sport? Is Go back ahead. in session?
1: Yes. Baseball? Spring training.
0: Spring training is right there. I it pitchers and catches reported, right?
2: Yeah, and I had no idea until this morning that pitchers and catchers reported today. So, favorite sport, doing really well, keeping up with things. But, yeah, I am I mean, I'm excited. I Being a Braves fan makes it easy to be excited because they're very good and very young and exciting. So, should be a good year for them this year.
0: That'd be awesome. My Red Sox still suck. Chris yeah. Sale's throwing a baseball instead of uh, sitting on the sideline or in the dugout, so – We'll see how long that lasts. Oh, yeah, it lasts like a week.
3: Brian Cashman <laughs> yeah.
0: needs to be fired. Dude, isn't the Yankees like top pitcher out potentially for the full season I saw today?
3: Thankfully, he's our fifth starter, Freddie oh. Montes. Okay. Frankie Montes, sorry. Um, but he was our big mid season trade deadline acquisition acquisition last year, and uh was too hurt, it had a bad shoulder, couldn't play in the in the down the stretch, and then when postseason rosters came around, too hurt, bad shoulder, couldn't play in the postseason. Hmm. And today, the first day, so this is four and a half months later, they report pitchers and catchers, he's going to have shoulder surgery tomorrow and might be out the entire season.
1: Oh my goodness! Please,
3: like, man, you to think of what were you, you waiting
1: for?
0: That's yeah. like a story for the for the Red Sox. He had his shoulder issue, and it's like, you ended in fucking October because we suck. Like, why are you not getting this done four months ago?
5: Be, well, you know the reason is, everybody wants to see if they can, like, if they can, like, rehab it out first before they do surgery. That's, that's what everybody's excuse is. Oh, True. let's do rehab first. Let's do rehab first to see if we can get it. To rehab so that way we don't have to worry about waiting four months for you to
2: get done the surgery
0: yeah that's true still
2: i think changing gears on baseball a little bit i think i'm more excited for the um world baseball classic than. oh yes the regular that's right. when is that um i believe it starts in april really yeah maybe end of march somewhere around there i think um but I am excited for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. And hopefully it gets more TV coverage than it got last time because it's, it didn't get enough. It starts nah, Leland, March are, 7th. are they
5: are they already are they doing like they did before, like already stopping in the middle of the
2: season and then coming back and then coming back to baseball again or I think they're ending spring training a little bit early. You so, said it started March seventh. Mar- it,
0: it starts March seventh and the last game is March twenty first. So they're gone for two weeks. So I think they'll have spring trainings going to keep going through. Yeah. It's just players like Mike Trout won't be there. Some other big name players will not be at spring training because they're going to be part of the world baseball classic, which is totally fine. They're still going to play a buttload of games and be be ready for the start of the regular season
5: come March 30th. So.
2: Yeah. And the U S roster is pretty stacked. So. US still, should still make a good run. Top,
3: still won't finish in top three though.
2: I know, I know, but I, I'm trying to be <laughs> optimistic. Trying to <laughs> trying to manifest it into actually happening. But yeah, there's no way they will. Joe is so optimistic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did, you, did you see the, the Dominican Republic roster? Yeah, it's absolutely
3: insane. Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Vlad Guerrero Jr., Carlos Santana, Nelson Cruz, Gary Sanchez. Luis Castillo, Julio Rodriguez,
1: Rafael Devers is batting eighth for them. Yeah. Well, just might as well give him the trophy right now because. And do they, my have, gosh.
0: they have? Vladdy's other son who can just rocket balls out of the ballpark too.
3: It's gonna be the team they'll beat right there. Oh God, I think so. As
2: long I mean, as they have Japan decent Um, Cuba will probably be pretty tough, but. I mean, I I would say the Dominican's the team to beat. I would watch for Japan, though. I think Japan will make a good run just because of all the talent they have over there. Simple fact is that Israel's playing? in this.
1: I don't know if Otani's playing or not. Mm, okay. No, that's a, that would be a game changer if he is.
0: Um, Hold mm. on. I just saw this. I'm, I'm looking it up. So hold on. Let me see. I literally just saw the Japanese roster. Jesus. Korea, no. Yeah, Otani's playing.
4: Oh,
2: I love it. I mean, that makes every Japanese game must-see TV. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think the new guy that the Red Sox signed on the roster, too. I would imagine so. Yeah, Yoshida. Yeah.
3: You Darvish too.
0: If you Darvish can figure out how he, you know, the way he was a couple of years ago and come back to that.
3: Listen, he had a, he had a really good year last year. He just didn't show up in the postseason. Yeah, He's on He's on
0: the Padres Rangers. Padres. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I knew he was on the Rangers, but he
3: just got paid too. Yep.
0: Well, the pa- yeah, the Padres did. just somehow have millions and billions of dollars just sitting there to pay all these players and have 20 shortstops on their team.
2: I guess yeah, that is I mean, that, that's a good problem to have,
0: I guess. Yeah, taking my f- shortstop and <laughs> <looking> <laughs>
5: assholes, god damn it!
0: It's all in the Red Sox. They suck.
5: Uh, okay.
0: Oh, look, you're back. It, oh, now he's there on his we actual go. computer. Yeah, it's, there we go. I'm,
5: I'm, I'm telling me, my computer about to have it out, but oh, it's boy. that's it's on me. That's on me because I, I normally I normally you know it's on me. You're oh, good. I've had a long week I've had a long so week. It's all
1: good. No worries, because watch. In the middle of us, my thing might explode at some point, too. So it's all. Yeah. It's the name with, of the game.
0: With your luck, the way your computer's been working the past, like, four or five episodes, yeah, we're screwed.
1: <laughs> hey, I well, don't jinx it, because before I came on here, I restarted everything. Don't say a word. Everything's good. Yeah, so shut up, Merrick. <laughs> all right, next topic, New Mexico... State cancels the remainder of the basketball season. So, guys, do you guys have you guys heard of this that is going on? I read about it a
5: little bit. I I read about it a little bit. This shit is crazy.
1: Like, I don't even know what it means. How does a division one program get themselves into messes like this?
0: Because you're a first-year coach who has no idea what they're doing. And you won. Allowed a player to leave during curfew. Go meet a chick or a girl (laughs) because he thought she was attractive on her Instagram or whatever he found her on, and have his own gun and get shot at, and then turns around and shoots and kills somebody. And then the and then they didn't
2: cancel the season after that. Like they. They didn't even cancel That's the next the mind game. Blowing part. Right. That's it, the mind-blowing part to me, that that just went over okay. And then you have everything else coming out about the hazing and everything. I mean, it just sounds like it was a shit show.
0: And you also hear about, like, the coach telling the um, basketball operations manager to take the gun
4: oh, away. Fuck.
0: Like, he wasn't even in, like, on the bus when they the cops stopped them, because the cops... The, they literally just told him, hey, we're going. Let's go. We got our next game. And the, the cops are like, well, we still need to talk to everybody. Like, there's a lot of evidence. Right. There's two players that went and picked up the gun from the player. The player left and went to the hospital because he got shot. It It's mind-boggling that it took two months yeah, for this to end. And now he, the coach got fired. Nope, he's, he's done, he's probably gone. won't
1: see another job for the next oh. couple of decades or ever.
0: He may not ever have a job in sports ever again. Yeah. Um, the athletic director, though, has still got a job. The president, I don't see that
2: lasting much longer. But... Yeah, me neither.
0: I Meaning, the president of the university was like, No, I come out and I'm supporting him. It's like, Dude, no, you're not. You have, nah, but, but really you know, do you that know, that but you know,
5: they ha- but you know, unfortunately, they have to say that until that investigation state... is done. The first, yeah. for the sake of. It, like, for the sake of saying, say something wasn't un- – say something that it wasn't under the coach's control and he didn't know, like, he truly didn't know, even though we know it's all BS. But say we did, he didn't, like, truly he didn't know, right? It, you know, there are circumstances where the coach is oblivious of up to it, up until, like, the very last minute, and once he found out there was nothing could have done about it because it wasn't going to – he couldn't change, you know, because they have, like, a certain – time they can let the people know when they get when they when they're going to stop the game or when they're not going to do the game and if they're going to fly you know like the, all that stuff obviously you got to have a timetable so that's probably what it is right you can't say it until the last you can't say it until you know with all the information and then you can't really be like ah well forget it you know until you know so that's probably what it is at this point you know give it support until you can say okay well oh, no
0: yeah that's true but yeah they're yeah you, we all know at the end of the academic year, most likely that athletic director's gone.
4: Yeah, yeah, no, and
0: doubt. we'll see. I don't know, but it's just crazy that they didn't do anything at all. They literally <laughs> let him go play a basketball game the next day, yep. and that then you
1: boggles my mind.
0: And then you have sadly what happened at Michigan State on Saturday, all athletic events yeah. have been canceled or postponed. Uh, For the foreseeable future. So prayers out to those family and friends. And everyone that was involved. But I'm going to drop this right now. I'm fucking sick of this shit. This stuff needs to end. Like I know there's plenty of people. That listen to this podcast. I don't care your political views. But when college kids. Or kids are getting shot. Shit needs to end. Stuff needs to stop. So we have this platform. We can use it. To however much we can, but I think I think all five of us on here can sit here and say it's sen- senseless violence, and things need to change drastically I, in I this agree. country.
5: I yep, I agree. I mean, I even, even you can go lower than that. We're talking about you can't even go to a high school or, or middle school game without worrying about whether somebody's going to like pull a gun out, start a fight, or have anything is going to happen in the crowd, whether it be an adult or even a kid, yep. you know.
0: And it's, I, anywhere. It, it's
5: anywhere. It's it, you know, anywhere. Yeah.
0: You know, years ago when we were little kids, we all thought it was in, no, no offense to cities, but it was always big cities were the targets. Big cities were the places that all this came from. It's not that. It's anywhere and everywhere in this country. That's the problem that we have to face as a society is, This all happens because we allow it and we need to step up. So if you hear this, listen to us and you got more point of views, or you actually understand this even more, let us know. We'd love to actually talk about it and dive deeper into this because it's something that it's mind boggling to me.
5: It's really, it really is scary. I mean, how, how many, how many of us here have, have had kids or coached, And, you know, you constantly are telling your kids, listen, if you got a problem or something, something's going on, please come talk to me. Like, let me know. Let me try to help you out. So that way we're not, you know, even if it's to the point, listen, I'll go talk to the principal or or I got to listen. I got a friend that's a cop. He can come talk to you and you can explain what's going on and, and, and whatever it is, you know. I, I just there's no it doesn't like mary said there's no need for this senseless violence and the no. fact is that we allow it to keep happening as a country as people as a world we keep letting it happen because we keep saying it's okay and every time that we turn around and do that we turn to political side no mm-hmm. it's no longer political anymore it's no longer political this is about people's lives this is about a, it's about a kid who's 10 years old who can't grow up to do what he truly loves or wants to do yeah,
2: that's very scary to see. Yeah, yeah and like Merritt was saying, when we were younger, it was you know bigger cities, and I grew up in a real small town. And I saw yes. yesterday that there were threats against the high school I went to. There's like 700 kids in that high school. Dude, like, we had, what? It, it, it's crazy. I went to a high school of
0: 135 people. There have been bomb threats and stuff since I. There was a bomb threat when I was there. But no one took it credibly because it was like no one's going to go after this size of a high school. There's three high right. schools within a three-mile radius that are 900 to 1,000-plus students. But now you take it seriously because yeah, you don't know what's happening anymore in this world. So that's my soapbox. I'm going to get down off of it. <laughs> We're going to say something really awesome at this point because it's the end of the weekly sports update. But the GOAT himself, Michael Jordan – Is turning 60 this year. So for his 60th, you know, his upcoming 60th birthday, he made the greatest donation Make-A-Wish has ever seen in their 42-year history of $10 million. That's
4: awesome.
0: That is awesome. Pump change for
1: MJ. Oh, God.
0: (laughs) Bro, he brings in so much money. That's the total
1: of last weekend's retro release.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's today's one, the 85. uh, Jordan One release today.
1: Yeah. I am not gonna lie, when I saw that, I'm surprised that number is the highest ever. I feel like a program like Make A Wish, I feel like somebody would have ever donated more. Um, but I think that's incredible.
3: With make a wish, people donate their time.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that, yeah. Yeah. So but
3: listen, you're for him. He's I know he was a big contributor to uh, the Mamba and Mamba Sita Foundation after Kobe and Gigi passed away Um, Mm -hmm. with all of the uh, black live movement that happened in 2020. I know he donated uh, him and Jordan Brand donated a hundred million dollars to various pro black uh, companies and foundations for the next 10 years.
0: Yeah, it's 10 million dollars. For every ten yes. uh, for every year for the next ten years, which is fantastic.
5: And so. and, you, and you know and you know the funny thing is I know Jer, I know Joe's getting ready to say this so I didn't want to jump on topic but they people say oh well Jordan's like political Jordan doesn't want him political yeah, as a matter of fact if it wasn't for the fact that the 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 number that he was giving out to make a wish nobody would have ever known that he was giving him ten that ten million dollars <laughs> no. if he had just given whatever normal person gives you know million here two million whatever it is it wouldn't even make big news the fact that it was 10 million dollars and it was the the biggest they had that's what made the news yep but jordan mm-hmm. but jordan just wants to give it give it do what you need to do with it and move on not that he doesn't care about it but listen he knows what's listen it's not his it's not his thing it's not his, you know he's going there he's trying to help he's trying to do his thing you know i don't understand why people try to make a big bigger deal than what it is out of it but yeah yeah I just
0: think it's a fantastic move. by It is. It is. I just love it. Agreed. All right. Leland, I'm going to throw this one to you because this is about West Virginia basketball. That's right. Um, (laughs) Can I just get your honest thoughts on the past two games?
2: Um, I mean, they've been two no-shows, basically. (laughs) uh, That's what it is. When you have guys who are supposed to be your best players throwing the ball out of bounds, just – (laughs) <laughs> like not deflected not interfered with whatsoever just throwing the ball out of bounds it, it's just guys no showing that's all it is and this team's been up and down all conference year I mean before we got into the conference schedule there were a couple games when they looked unbeatable uh, they mm-hmm. they just looked absolutely unstoppable the big 12s a grind there's no doubt about that but I I'm I love Bob Huggins but I'm starting to wonder if the game is passing him by. The college game, not right, not the game of basketball, recruiting, the transport portal, everything that goes along with that. Because our buddy Nick Arthur sent out a tweet, I think yesterday, that showed Big 12 recruiting for next year, four- and five-star recruits. Every team in the Big 12 has at least one four- or five-star recruit except West Virginia. West Virginia has no signees for next year there's a massive issue with recruiting right now just an absolutely massive issue with recruiting and i think part of it is the college kids have changed they don't want to play for hugs and his style of coaching anymore which is fine that that's totally fine i get it i also think that we needed some fresh blood in the coaching staff look what happened when larry harrison got fired completely different team since he got fired now we we looked awful this weekend but before that since um, Demar, my
1: Johnson, yeah, Demar Johnson.
2: Since Demar Johnson got to WVU, it's been a completely different team defensively and offensively. So I'm going to wait and see what happens this weekend before I pass any real hard judgments. But uh, the team's no good. The team sucks. Like I have no. Look, I, let I let me ask, let that. me
5: ask you guys a question now. So Leland Leland Joe and 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 everybody else in the panel, right? Would you say that if Bob Huggins was to step down as coach, do you think he'd be better off going to, like, the pros or just stepping away from basketball, period? No, Bob Huggins would 100% retire
1: retire as a Mountaineer.
0: He's not not going to coach anywhere else.
1: He'd
3: be on the panel Saturday night. I don't
0: know. I don't even think he would do that. No,
1: I agree with Joe. I think with the money, I think he could get, like, he could be, like, a, a very similar to Seth Greenberg a personality and just like how bob knight was if you remember when we were in school i think he can he'll make some money he did some of our cbs when we were out of the tournament last year and my only question is now who do you replace him with now that would be a journey that we would have to take time to really try and figure out because (laughs) it would be definitely It would definitely be, it would take some time for that search because when you're replacing a legend who is from there, went to school there, you know, it meant everything to him to come back to the, to come back home, you know, they're going to want to take their time with that type of decision. And he's going to be part of that decision.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He will make the decision ultimately. yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. I I think there are two choices for his replacement that stand out more than any other versus Joe Mazzola, but Mazzola is not leaving the NBA unless he gets nope. fired, which I don't blame him. I wouldn't either. He's- and then the other choice is Darius Nichols. Nichols yes. is doing great mm-hmm. things at Radford right now. They're a pretty damn good team when they've been terrible for the past few years. Can he recruit? Yeah. Yeah. He recruited pretty well when he was an assistant in Florida. He's a Huggins guy. So he's my personal choice. That's who I would want to take over.
5: Is Rad Rafford's a D one school, right? Yeah, yeah, they're just they're yeah, low. But it's, a they're, school, right? it's a small they're school,
0: right? Is a they're low tier D one school that have, that's yeah. hasn't been good for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but let's be honest. Joe Mazzulla is probably going to be the next head coach, actual head coach of the Celtics after this year. Yeah,
2: like so. I, he's Which not. Awesome. He's never leaving. It's great. No, no, he shouldn't. And I mean. There are other guys that are mid-major coaches that I think would make sense. I don't know. West Virginia has an issue with going after West Virginia people when they're trying to hire for positions like that, It for better or for worse. That That's just the way it is. So because Nichols played for Huggins and went to WVU, he probably makes the most sense. And, I I mean, I do think he would do a good job. I think he he's done such a good job. He's been an assistant at so many high places that – he deserves at least a look.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I actually agree with you on that one. I think me and Mary uh, a couple episodes ago, we talked about, like, who would you start? And I, I remember Darius Nichols was on my list as well. So, you know, in due time, I think Huggins' contract is coming up either the end of this year or end of next year.
0: I think it's next year. So his it's contract, year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: End of next year. So, it depends on how we end this season and if there's any more changes that are going to happen to the coaching staff in the offseason. Um, it's going to be – it'll definitely be something interesting because, like you said, I saw that also, Leland, and how we don't have anybody ready for next year. And yeah. that is – I don't know if they're just preparing for something else, whether it's a transfer portal. But, again, like we, I think we're in the age – of the whole one and done and trying to do a super team with a bunch of good players. is just not going to work anymore. The, if you look at the way that the, the year is now, we talked about how college football is so upside down. All those teams that were recruiting one and dones, they're at the bottom of the polls right now. And it's the teams that have had guys that stay two, three years. They're the ones at the top of the polls. So we're going to take, I'm, you know, I'm going to be patient like you, Leland. I'm going to wait it out, see what happens. And then we will, we'll, we'll probably have another episode all on that at some point. So, well, let's be
0: honest. Yeah. If, if we make the tournament, Huggins stays around. Well, Huggins will stay for another year anyway. He'll finish out his contract. Say we don't make the tournament. That's going to be a serious conversation with him and Ren on all right. I think we need to start doing the coaching search now. Next year is my final year here. I want my replacement to be set up way before I'm done, so that we're ready to go for the following year. Well,
5: you you would want him. You want you want the guy. You want the you want your predecessor in, so that way he can start the recruiting process. Yeah,
4: Yeah. to get
5: to get other players in because I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm pretty sure if I was looking at the team the other day, they have about four or five upperclassmen that can either leave or this is their last year. Yeah. And, you know, being that they're going, they're not bringing in a heavy, heavily recruited class, they're going to have to kind of start the process of, of recruiting to get up the guys to come in. And they're probably going to have to do transfer portal just to make sure that team is filled for the most part. Yeah, so.
2: yeah I think so. And I'd say hugs on his contract. I, I don't see him coaching for any more than five more years. If that, maybe three is the max. It, he's just getting old. And I mean, I I don't know. It, he did recruit the transfer portal well this year compared to what he did last year. Last year, he brought in group of five players, like mid-major players. This year, he brought in power five yeah, players. Yeah.
1: For sure.
2: Yeah. If I would love it, if like the guys we brought in had another year or two, if they had another year, I think we'd be, insanely good next year Mm. but I with that I just I don't know but I feel good about the transfer portal because I don't worry about NIL deals because I know WVU is paying a shit ton of money to some of these players which I didn't expect because I didn't think WVU had the really had the alumni base and the donors that had enough money to really make a difference but from what I've been hearing around town, players are getting paid six digits, which shocked me. Um, so,
1: Well, I, good I to know my college that. tuition went somewhere out here. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. Paid for something. Yeah, all so right. We'll see. Yeah.
1: That's all I know to say about it. All
0: right, Kevin, what kind of shirt you got on tonight so that we can go right into your wrestling
1: stuff. Yes, that's right, while we're all here. So this is dedicated to my WCW guy's. For Joe Mac and Leland. This is a WCW crew t-shirt that I conveniently bought on eBay during the holidays. I will go ahead and text you the uh the actual back because I can't turn around because I'm stuck. But
0: I don't want to ask why you're stuck. I, to please don't leave. Well,
1: because I'm heavy. It's just it's the way of life. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't gonna go there.
5: I wasn't so, gonna go there, Mary. You, I
1: just texted the group. You'll figure you probably could tell what pay per view this is. Uh, it's for fall brawl, yeah. it's a crew shirt from 1995. And I believe, if I remember correctly, that fall brawl had I think it was when they had the 10 uh Kevin Sullivan's group of guys versus like Dungeon Luger, yep, yep, Luger, Sting, Macho, and Hogan, all dressed in fatigues. One of yeah. my favorite pay per views till this date, and uh, I, I had to get the spirit going. Which is funny because my shirt matches Merritt's hat. Merritt, what's your hat? I'm just gonna go with
0: old school bass bro today.
1: Look at you. Crushing it. You know, it's getting
0: to that time of year where it's starting to get a little springtime. So you know, pull this yeah, hat out. I dig it.
1: Now this is Merritt's favorite time because this is where Merritt shuts <laughs> the hell up for once. And all he has to do is pull names out of a hat later. Which I'm He's already set up. I'm proud of him. But um, first off, uh, on a somber note, if you guys saw, wow. um, we lo- we lost Jerry Jarrett today. Um, father of Jeff Jarrett, uh, the the creator of the original TNA, not Total Nonstop Action Wrestling promotion, passed away at 80. Um, uh, so condolences to him. Jeff Jarrett apparently is going to be still wrestling on dynamite tonight, uh, which I'm very surprised, but, um, did Not you guys really. know anything about, uh, Jerry Jarrett or anything else that fun facts you have on him? I,
5: I know he, I know he did. I know he invested or started TNA with Jarrett cause he needed money for a startup after his, uh, fail time in WCW and all the other places he, um, uh, he started. He started up with uh, TNA and Impact Wrestling. He was the one, that actually him and him and him and Jeff, him and his son actually started it up. So you know that was the backbone that, that piled the money up. But you know, so, but that's the only yeah. thing, that's the only really other thing I knew about him. I know mean, I knew he was deep into uh, the Deep South wrestling. A lot of the wrestling promotions in the Deep <laughs> South too. Down south. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Listen, I don't want to I don't want to jump on the body while it's still cold over here, but. Can we talk about how Jeff Jarrett is still wrestling? <laughs> for, for a minute, like, like you know what's crazy you know, rest though, rest in peace Jerry right. to his father. But Jeff Jarrett's gotta be in his early sixties at this yeah. point, and this guy's still breaking guitars over people's heads. Come on now! But it's crazy because he looks
1: phenomenal. You wouldn't That's even crazy. tell how old he is. Find me up yeah. for to look like that when I'm his age. I don't know yeah. what is going on in the AEW waters, but you got Sting. You got Jeff Jarrett. I don't know what they're diving into down there, but it's making everybody go back to the 90s, which is crazy. Um well, you even, know what
5: you know what it is, you know what it really is, Kev. They're not making them do a lot of appearances. Like a lot well, yeah, of like yeah, it's a lot course. of yeah,
1: yeah there's it's no like, house you know, shows. Yeah. Like yeah. The, AEW doesn't have any house shows going on right now because it like what are they gonna do? Because the all of them do independence. Like right. we see them on independence on the regular. Uh, Leland, do you have any additional thoughts to Sir Jerry Jarrett?
2: No, I, I mean, just a giant in the wrestling world, especially in the promotional era back in the 70s and 80s. I mean, he was Deep South Wrestling for the most part.
1: Yes, yes. All right. So now as we move on, uh, we are officially on the road to WrestleMania. So I'm sure you guys saw the Royal Rumble. We all were group chatting it up during the time. What were your initial thoughts at the end of it? I thought the ending at the end was probably one of the best reactions and set the scene that I've seen probably in the last decade. What are your guys' thoughts there?
3: Well, last decade, I'm 33 years old. I've been following wrestling since I knew how to turn a television on, and it's the most compelling television Mm. I've ever seen, point-blank period. Mm. I was a sucker. I used to watch the TV show Lost back in the day. I thought that was good television. The Bloodline storyline needs to be nominated for a primetime Emmy, okay? Mm. Sami Zayn and Roman... And Paul Heyman, we gotta give Paul Heyman his flowers on this podcast, fellas, because yes, there's always been conversation who's the best manager, who's the best valet, Miss Elizabeth, Paul Bear. The answer is Paul Heyman. Period, mm-hmm. point blank. He has made everything going on with this bloodline storyline the last year and a half that much more interesting because of the manipulation he's been doing and sign me all the way up for everything they've done with this storyline.
2: Yeah. I I mean, I think it's been great. I, to be honest, I was a little disappointed with the rumble until that match. Yeah. I thought that the end of the rumble was the best ending to a pay-per-view I've seen ever. I, I mean, honestly, I, it was so good, but Beyond that, I thought the rest of the card was a, kind of a disappointment. I mean, I thought the pitch black match looked cool; it looked really cool. But what was the point? I, I mean, I what was the point of it? I I don't know. The I
5: think there's a bigger payoff for that, though. Just yeah. just it, thinking, okay, that. I think a it's a payoff. big payoff for that. Yeah, 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 I think it's a big a payoff for
2: that. do payoff. Right? Yeah. It, exactly. It, I thought the men's rumble. I mean, if Cody would have came in in the middle, I thought that would have been better. Him coming at thirty. You knew what was going to happen, but yeah. him and Gunther put on a hell of a show at the end of the match. I mean, that was awesome, but it, it was really predictable. You knew Rhea was going to win the women's rumble. I thought the women's rumble was pretty good too, not their best one, but it, it was all right. But I, other than that, I mean, I the show was kind of a disappointment until the main event.
5: Actually, you know, you know, you know, the funny thing is, from what I, from my understanding, from what I heard, uh, Rhea initially was not supposed to win. It was supposed to be Sasha and Naomi that they were going to have win the Women's Royal Rumble, but because they didn't come back, they couldn't write it. St- because that's really why they gave why they gave Charlotte the belt. Rumble coming right back. They were going to try to pit. They were going to try to pit the, the four the four horsewomen back. They were, to to pit, they were going to try to pit. They were going to try to do some sort of form of faction something. They were trying to get Naomi to go with the bloodline. They were trying to do a whole bunch of stuff because they wanted they wanted to be have like a big big thing for wrestlemania bloodline you know they wanted to see the bloodline get all the belts just have them somehow get all the belts same thing with you know or maybe they were going to try to because the biggest thing that they say they were trying to see if they could split the belts up and get one faction to have them on one side one faction to have them on another and then have them fight at wrestlemania to combine both of them again that didn't happen because sasha didn't come back and he did the um the same thing with the Men's World Wumble. I heard that they didn't necessarily, they weren't necessarily going to have Cody win it, but in the in the middle of, I guess them trying to figure it out, I guess whoever was supposed to fight Roman for this elim, for this elimination chamber, kind of just wasn't there or they didn't feel was didn't feel it, so they switched it up, and let Cody win it. So now Cody's gonna like, be.
1: the thing that like I was so shocked is like like they gave Cody everything. They gave him the beginning promo. They let him know, they gave him the announcement he's going to the Rumble. Then they let him know that he's going to be in the Rumble and the training montage. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh my God, he's going to be number 30. Like normally you only get like a piece of that, but they gave him all of it, which I was shocked. Which then after thinking back, they've needed to, I think they possibly needed to do all that because of what they were going to do at the end with Sammy. Because if you think about it, like, and I was trying to think about it, and I hear it on my podcast. I I know Joe's got the shirt on cheap Pete, They mentioned it. Yep, that's a hell of a shirt. I love it. Um, They talked about, like, can you imagine if Cody entered around in the middle, then they were probably going to think that Sammy Zane's probably number 30. And then if he didn't come out, then the crowd was going to give the – the treatment of the Daniel Bryan treatment, and then start yeah. shit on the show. So to prevent prevent that, they just let Cody do the whole thing. Let him know that Cody's uh, probably gonna is going to Romania, and then shock the hell out of us with what happened at the end.
5: Which uh, yeah, but if you think about it, right? If they if the plan if if the plan they came through like they thought they were going to, and Triple H Triple H is going to get Sasha, and they only come back, they would have put that bloodline would have all the belts they would the women's championship that Roman would have had the. Universal or whatever belt he was going to have over there and, you know, the, the Uso was going to have the tag team belts, and they would have had, then maybe the uh, um, Judgment Day would have had the other set of belts on the other side or whoever, however they were going to work that out. That would have set up, honestly, I, honestly, that WrestleMania would have set up to be one hell of WrestleMania because then you could have had that going into the Survivor Series, the Survivor Series season setting them up to have that war games type of mentality where you were going to have a couple different, a couple of different factions going in there and actually having, so that was going to be, again, another homegrown talent thing. And then the next thing with the NXT, they still got, they still got people from NXT that they're bringing up in the possibility. So it was going to be a big, this year was going to be big for them, you know, and the shame that these couldn't bring everybody back to get it the way they wanted.
3: What I'll say real quick about the rumble, Kev is like, yeah, they telegraphed their shot with with Cody, with the, the training montages, his announcement he's going to be coming back, the announcement about the Rumble, and then putting him at the 30th. But like anybody else wins the Rumble and there's a 0% chance they go over Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Yeah. All right. no, yeah. Like, yeah. All right. Let's be realistic for a second. There's nothing more than I want to see. Than like the underdog story, the Daniel Bryan, Yeslemania, the Kofi Kingston, Kofi mania. That stuff, both of those WrestleManias were incredible. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel the same way about Sami Zayn as I felt about Brian Daniels or Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. and Kofi. I, I know that the way that they're kind of manipulating this storyline is. Something's going to happen at Elimination Chamber, whether it's Jay turning on Sammy or Jay rejoining the the bloodline. And then that sets up the Usos versus Sammy and KO for WrestleMania. That's cool. That's awesome. But if you put anybody else, you pull Cody out for a little bit and you put anybody else in that point at WrestleMania win the Rumble position, there's nobody else in the company who's believable. Right. And you have this True. this guy yeah. who's in the three piece suit, who has the legacy, who came back from AEW, who's been given the lack of a better term, the reins or the keys to the to the to the vehicle, and I'm good with it. I'm good with everything that's going on right now.
5: Joe, do you think? Do you think that they'll split the belts up? They'll split the bets up, belts up between from Roman.
3: I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I think. And I don't know, Kevin, I don't want to talk too much here. I don't know if you want us to preview WrestleMania or give thoughts um, or if I should just spill the beans now. Spill it. Spill it. I I think the entire bloodline loses everything at WrestleMania. Mm
2: -hmm. I do too.
3: And it's not because they don't deserve to continue on. It's because they've all been doing this for two years. Let them all catch their breath. Go on vacation. Mm -hmm. You know, Jay's wife, Naomi, is not with the company anymore. Let them spend time together. Mm -hmm. Roman can go film nine movies this summer if he wants. Mm -hmm. Go for it. When it comes to splitting the belts up, if it is indeed Cody that goes over and wins both belts, Mm -hmm. I think you retire both belts and you bring back one belt, you come... Just World Heavyweight Championship, and you do it that way. It doesn't got to be the throwback. It doesn't have to be the old school. Just one belt, one champion, a fighting champion for both shows. No need for two belts anymore.
1: No, I agree. I think, you know, they've been doing this for two, think about that, two years. We have been dealing with the bloodline all the way during the pandemic era. And I agree, the empire is going to fall. Because if they didn't fall, then you have just created a monster that you may not be able to get out of. Because I I was going to ask in my my, uh, next iteration of our segments, um, I think the bloodline would have been too... At the moment, a couple months ago, they're just too powerful for WWE booking. Who in your right minds is beating them? There is nobody... You go up and down that roster and be like, Yeah, they might get one run over, but there's probably going to be a storyline where the the belts go back. There's nobody that can beat them. So the Empire at some point has to fall, and I think it is falling in Hollywood. So with that, I'm going to skip my next question because I think we already talked about it, you know, Elimination Chamber, and then it kind of goes into my little game. So I have a little game of buy or sell. Okay, Meredith has given some news. Oh, I don't like that. I roll my eyes hard enough at that. Yep, we're not going to yeah. talk any more about that. That sucks. Moving on. Wow. So, yeah, I can't believe it either. So, with that, uh, we're gonna play a little game of buy or sell. I got one, two, three, four, five, six little categories, and we're gonna go through some. You guys pick out a number. Joe Mac, you give me a number from one to six. Three. All right. Oh, this is gonna be a fun one. So, number three. AEW continue to pay up for licensed music, buy or sell. I'll be honest with you, it really doesn't do anything for me.
3: Okay. I dug. Orange Cassidy's music before he switched over. Mm -hmm. Um, I dug Kenny Omega's theme and the Young Bucks theme before they switched over. Mm -hmm. Doesn't get me much more hyped up. Maybe I haven't seen them in person. I haven't been to an in-person show since Mm -hmm. the spring of last year. So maybe in-person is a little bit different. But, you know, the only one that I really dig when it comes to the licensing of the music is for jungle boy, Jack Perry. That's the only one that, you know, does anything for me music wise, but I'm not against it. Tony Khan's cutting blank checks left and right. So if that's what he wants and if that's what his his wrestlers want, so be it.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I'm with you on Orange Cassidy. I thought his music before was fine. I like Jane and I know that's what he used in the indie, so it makes sense. The Elite coming out to carry on Wayward Sun, it does nothing for me. I mean it mm-hmm. it's cool. It, it it's cool, but like it it doesn't really do anything for me. The funniest one, in my opinion, was licensing round ball rock and playing that at random times throughout Dynamite. Like it just that one always made me laugh because. When I hear Round Ball Rock, I think of the NBA one NBC. That's the first thing I always think of. So to hear that like advertising a random Wardlow and Samoa Joe match or something like that, it, it just always made me
1: laugh. I love it. What about you, Cyrus? Uh
5: it, it really honestly, I feel like the same. I feel the same as Leland and Joe. It really doesn't do anything for me. Like I, I just like I again, no, I like aren't casting music from before um the at least music when they were coming in wasn't wasn't horrible um who's who changed the music up? somebody else changed it like even like moxie's music like i i honestly thought moxie music the first time around was way better than what he had <laughs> than what he has now only because it fit what he was like
1: i will say though i've watched moxie when he comes out to wild thing live and it's pretty fun to just see him Rocking with the crowd and living his good life. His good sober life.
5: The song itself is great. Don't get me wrong. The song itself is great. What I'm saying is that's not. I know that's not him because they're doing it to try to placate to like everybody else, switching their music up to (laughs) some sort of, you know, authentic song or whatever it is. It just doesn't do anything for me. You know what I mean?
1: Beautiful. All right. Cyrus if she ended with you give me a number All oh, not except for three between one through six five okay two three four five Rockin' Roman is there still a chance no no sucks right I feel like yeah. that would have been really great for Hollywood but just a just a downer that like I know they tried to tease it so many different times, and it just didn't have it to work. And it sucks no, that the I, Rock I is just—I don't
5: see. Just I, yeah, I don't busy. Think that would, yeah, I don't. I honestly, even if if he had came, even if they could have got him to come back and do it, I I don't think it would have. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right, storyline wise, how might it sell that? Because my storyline would be the Rock comes over and takes the crown from Roman. For the family. But if Rock isn't staying for a whole two years, I might have flipped that. Yeah. There's no way to flip. There's there's no way to flip that. Rock has to stay for at least two years in order for me to flip that. Just it's just the way that has to work. So
3: I I don't know about that. Mm. I think I think you could pull in Austin and just have a one night only. Spectacular, because we knew Austin was a part of WrestleMania last year. We didn't know exactly what he he was going to be on the KO show, is what we
5: heard. Right, uh, but they he, were but they were talking about Joe. They, from what I heard, from what you know, I see, what I see, they say they were talking about him actually beating Roman, taking the titles.
3: Nah, nah, nah. Rock don't need belts no more. He, I know that, but they were trying because they
5: they wanted him they wanted him to take over. They wanted him to say that he was the he was the real true king of the bloodline. That's I think, what they were trying to I get. I
3: think the best. Rock. Has a lot of respect. If
1: you, are you guys watching Young Rock?
3: That's what
1: I You yeah, should just watch it on Peacock and watch like the WWE Peacock. sections. They're great. There's like a lot of Easter eggs
3: throughout the episodes. Mm-hmm. And one of the Easter eggs on one of the episodes earlier this season was when the Rock was eight or nine years old. You see him running around in at a barbecue. And please playing tag with some other young kids, and one happens to be Roman Reigns. So, like one of the things that was mentioned in that was like, "Oh, we're you know we're not going to have a, a fake wrestling match now. This backyard barbecue isn't a big enough scene for a Roman Reigns versus right. a Rock match. It needs something bigger, like a WrestleMania." Um, in regards to story, they could still make it work even without advertising that the rock is going to be there Mm -hmm. because you can have something like Cody goes over Roman night one and then Roman comes out on night two. And he's like, I don't need these belts. I'm still the head of the table. I'm still the bloodline. This is still my Island of relevancy and anybody in my family or elsewhere have anything to say about it. Come out here and beat me now, and then The Rock can come out. And I think if that happens, I think Roman goes over The Rock. There's no need for The Rock to win yeah. this. I can see the that. The Rock wants one more match, and you know all the old school wrestlers, including The Rock and his father, his grandfather, everybody. When it's your time to go, you go out on your back and you yep. go and you do the job for the next man.
2: That's true. Yeah. That's true.
5: Who knows? Yeah.
3: That's, that's
2: yeah, I, still Max fantasy booking. I, I would love <laughs> to see something like that. I, the Rock is going to wrestle one more time. He's not going to go out not wrestling one more match. Yeah. Whether that's this year, next year, I, it's going to happen. I just, I can see what you're saying, Joe, but with every, Cody's going over Roman. I mean, there's no yeah. doubt in my mind that Cody's going over Roman. So unless they do something like you said, Joe, I just don't know how they fit it in. All right. So, maybe next
1: year, who knows? I love it. it. All right. Where we have one, two. I'm just going to list the last ones that I got left. This is an AEW one. The acclaimed tag title reign ended too early. I buy that. I, I mean,
2: I like the guns. I think the guns are going to be very, very good. Uh, they're, they're so improved from even a year ago. I think they're going to be good. But I, I think they fell into the A.W. fell into the trap of having Billy Gunn with the acclaimed. So I understand Scissor Me Daddy Ass is over. And I mean, insanely over.
1: But, I think he got way more over than I thought it would ever get over. Oh like yeah,
2: one hundred percent. They caught lightning in a bottle because they were not expecting it to get over the way it did. But what do you do with that when you have Billy Gunn and you still have Billy Gunn's sons there? I I'm waiting on Billy to turn on the plane. I think that's coming. I, I yeah. think that's definitely coming. Probably a revolution. I think they'll have a rematch and I think he'll turn there. So I but when is revolution? Uh, I, Revolution is uh, March 5th, I think. Okay. But it's tough because I I think AEW dug themselves into a no-win situation there. You can't just have the acclaim continue to go over everybody and not really have a challenge. Are the guns ready to be tag team champions? Uh, We'll see. But I think it can be interesting when you add Billy into the equation.
3: Oh, I'm over the acclaimed, m- m- personally. I love the shtick. It's popular. I love the freestyle as Max comes to the ring. But the thing that AEW has over WWE is tag team and trio wrestling. Mm. It's the best tag teams in the stinking world are in AEW. How come the Lucha Brothers have never faced the acclaim for the titles? Yeah. How come House of Black has never faced the acclaim for the titles? FTR. FTR. Best friends have had one match in two and a half years against the acclaimed. You know what I mean? Nick and Matt are still one of the best tag teams in the world. And I understand they're the trio champs. And I understand as producers, you want to kind of avoid putting too many belts on the same people. But it's just, it it was very unrealistic. They were the champions. They caught fire. They had the support of the crowd. Awesome fan service. Put the belts on the guns, let them run with it to revolution. Maybe they beat the acclaimed again because of Billy Gunn. And then FTR comes out to face them next. Boom, FTR wins the tag belts.
1: Beautiful. All right. I got to, Cyrus, I'm going to give you the, the last one. Okay. Buy or sell. Logan Paul as WWE champion.
5: I saw that one. I can't see it. I can't see it. I mean, I can't see
1: it. You can just see the heel he, he would bring and how he could go ahead and just bring that WWE title everywhere with his prime drink and put it all over social media. The reason the reason like I can't how bad the, carried the twenty
5: The reason I can't is because I don't he because he is bad. Merritt has a but, thumbs
1: down. Marad says thumbs down. As, mad, as, bad, as bad as
5: as bad as he wants to be a heel, you can see in his face he wants to be like liked by everybody. He wants to be the he wants to be the baby face, and that to me that never works out because he'll he'll have. And even though I know nowadays in wrestling there is no baby face, there's no good, no bad, you know, just disguise just in between. But when you try to when you don't understand how to stay within your lane, it shows. And I can't really see him being the face of the company with the belt and not knowing how to how that plays out. You know, hell, even Roman Reigns going going on a tonight show, talks smack about his net about his opponent that he's facing. And they all know it's like, oh well, him and Sammy are really cool, you know, in the back, you know, backstage when they chopping it up. But you know, you know, when he goes out there, he talks smack about him like he's like it's like a regular date to him. You know, gotcha. I, I can't see Logan Paul doing that. On you know, I can't see Logan Paul doing that, especially with all the with, between the podcast and the shows he does, and 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 you know, even going on the late night stuff. I,
2: I can't see him doing that. Gotcha,
1: Joe or leaving anything to add? Before we move on.
2: I I can't see putting the belt on him, but I love Logan Paul. I think he's, (laughs) even though he only shows up a few times a year, he's one of their top 10 in-ring guys. Like, he's just naturally good at pro wrestling. And I would have never expected that, but he is so fun to watch.
3: Yeah, I'm good with him popping in for a Mania or a Rumble or a Saudi show. Um, He'll never have the championship belt. Put it this way. Bad Bunny will be WWE champion before this, <laughs> before this guy will be, all right? um, But I'm, I'm with cool it. with it. Maybe Jake Paul comes to his senses and also signs a WWE contract one day. Oh, that'd be interesting. That ruckus as like literally the biggest heels in the history of the company. Um, but until then, I'm good with the flying lariat once a year taking off his head mm-hmm. with Ricochet at the same time in the Rumble.
1: So, so that. A cool spot. that was a dope spot, not gonna lie. All right, guys. That was my my filler time. It is draft time here at the mainly musings podcast. We got Merritt, he has his little papers. He's gonna go ahead and select. So again, it's good. So we so I added, so we have you're gonna pick a world champ, tag champ, a mid card guy a ladies champ for the women up and coming star. You get an additional pick. And then my newest ad enhancement talent, your guy that's going to be there to make guys look good. They're going to make them stars to test them out. And he's going to get paid, take some losses. So merit, the drum roll is drumming and who has first overall pick. And just so you know, I wrote these like, 20 minutes ago, I don't remember who's is
0: who's, don't remember any of this so, do not yell at me if Kevin gets the first pick, like you guys have the pass like three times
5: and <laughs> hey, listen, listen, we just can't we just can't, you know, we can't have the repeat of last time that me, you and him were on and he had that little, remember he said at the, I'm not going to repeat what he said, remember he said at the end, mm-hmm. end of the thing, yeah remember, we had to tell Andrew to edit it out,
0: yeah, yeah. we that. can't have that again, yeah, can't none that of again. that again Kevin, no, no, yeah if you say that stuff, we will end you. First
1: overall pick. I don't even remember what the hell I said. It's Joe Mack. Joe Mack. Let's go. Finally,
0: right. he gets his, his glory. <laughs> gets the glory.
1: All right. I bet you it's Leland number two.
0: Number two. Mr. Cyrus Jones,
1: the oh. blue duke devil himself. Cyrus Johnson. Remember, Sorry. it's Cyrus oh Johnson. Oh, God, I'm just. That is his name right. Uh, uh, it's all right.
5: Listen, stick with Jones. If you like Jones, uh, go ahead stick with
3: it. We're uh, stick it. Leland now, so Kevin has last.
1: I'm going to end with getting last. I already feel it. Mr. Leland Reed. I feel there
0: you. I it, like. And last but not least, the co host, Marriage favorite co host, <laughs> Nice. All right. I don't know.
1: Cyrus is coming to climb him up that ladder, just so you know. Hey, shout out to you, Cyrus. I try. All right, Joe. You, sir, with your first overall pick, who do you got? Cody Rhodes, next. All right, (laughs) Cody. That was easy. Cody Rhodes.
3: Need somebody else besides who I got, so. All right, Cyrus.
5: Wow, as a real champ, huh? Woo
4: boy. Go
0: big or go home, right? Yes. It's
1: um, I feel fancy this year because I have a list written out so I can like figure this life. Joe has a spreadsheet. <laughs> oh dude, he showed
0: me that earlier. Oh my God.
5: Who we got, uh, Cyrus? You know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh I'm going to go with the, the, I'm going to go with the, uh, I'm going to go Bobby Roode. How about that? I'm going to go Bobby Roode. Wow. Well. Yeah, wow. I'm going to Bobby Roode. Going off the he? cuff here.
1: Where are you going? Mid, mid, is he your mid Carter? No, no, I'm going to make him my world champ, man. Oh, you're going to Get make him your world champ. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, I need some I All right. I like it. He's glorious. Yes, glorious. Leland?
2: I'll stick with the world champ theme and go a little off script here with somebody that, Probably wouldn't be expected, but I'll go Nick Aldis as my world. Oh,
1: champion. I love that pick. I actually right. saw
2: him in person in Grafton, like where I grew up at the fair. He wrestled there in front of maybe twenty people. That's right. legit. Yeah, that it was cool.
1: I love it. Was it was that for like All Star Wrestling? Yeah, yeah. I I want to check out All Star Wrestling down in West Virginia because he brings in a lot of like good people over there. Yeah, it was good. All right, so I get two, which is fun. All right, so I'm going to go mid-card. I've had my eye on him for the last couple times. I'm going Solo Secoa as my mid-card guy. And Wait, wait, Kevin. Yes?
3: I want to offer you a trade for this pick. Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) I want to give you... Ray Wyatt and Soraya for this pick.
1: Wow. Okay. Can I give you a counter offer? Sure. Give me
0: accepted, but that's okay. Ray
1: Wyatt. You may keep Soraya, but allow me to have your up-and-coming stars pick. Sure. So, all right. Boom. That's your trade. Okay. So Solo Sikola has been traded. To... Well, no, 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 no. You keep Solo. I want the pick. The oh, next... you want oh, you want the next pick.
3: Yeah, I'm afraid Leland's gonna steal my my next pick, so I need to get ahead of him. <laughs> oh, okay. All
1: right. <laughs> okay. All right. So, you, so...
3: Keep, you keep Solo. Oh, so I keep Solo. And then instead of taking a pick, you take Bray.
1: Okay. And I think I take, take the pick. All right. So then your Bray was, was he your heavyweight? No, Bray was one of my, um, your additional selections. Additional selections.
3: But you can put him wherever you want, man. He's got like seven personalities.
1: That is very true.
3: You know what? We're having
1: seven personalities. We're having, hey, hey, we're having Joe, some have, fun.
3: Joe, do you have, how many personalities do you have? Listen, I'll give you oh. Bray Wyatt <laughs> and the Fiend and
1: Uncle Howdy. <laughs> alright. So wow, that Cyrus guy really that got really answered really my question though. So alright. So I I keep solo and then you get my next pick. And then you take Soraya, too. I was I was gonna cut her anyway. You were gonna cut Soraya? Yeah. So I will take um, Soraya now somewhere. And yeah, then throw her in, I throw her have in the back. Alright, and forward. I have your I have your 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 up and comes to me then. Yep. Whenever you want, it's yours. All right. So wow that got that got that got really scary. All right, Leland. I'm <laughs> sorry, Joe. Go ahead. So I
3: already have Rhea Ripley and Finn Balor. So I'm completing the set and I'm drafting the judgment day. <laughs> Damien
1: Priest and Dominic Mysterio. Oh wow that just got super Interesting. All right. So I just
0: love that Leland's over here just
2: going, Yep, you son of a guy. They were on my list. They're not who
1: I was going to pick next, but they were on my list. So, you, so hold on. We got Joe He got Judgment Day. Beautiful. Oh my God. Look at this. You know, Joe still
5: has answered my question, though. Joe, how many personalities? Seven
1: personalities,
5: like, <laughs> oh, man, we should... in a week. <laughs> do, we,
0: do we need to ask your wife how many personalities you have? <laughs> Listen,
3: all right. She'd tell you double what I told you. <laughs>
5: <laughs> love it, Joe. Right. Love it, Joe. <laughs> all
1: right. So, all right. I think Cyrus, you're up.
2: No, it should be me.
1: Oh, Leland, it you're Leland. up. Leland, yeah. Go ahead, yeah. sir.
2: All right, I'm actually going to go with my additional selection, I think. And I'm going to go with Logan Paul in this slot.
1: Oh, Logan Paul. Wow. Got some celebrity in him. All right, beautiful. Sai. All right, so I'm going to go with my
5: woman's champ. Um, I'm going to go
1: with Tony Storm she was on my list and Tony Storm all right and Joe you're up for two the best thing you said to me all day Kevin
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to continue on this dominant draft I'm having oh boy um and for my women's champion I'm going to draft the current AEW women's champion Jamie Hader
1: oh man
3: Okay. And then so that takes so I've done world heavyweight. I've done tag. I've done women's. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little off kilter here. I'm gonna go enhancement talent with this pick. Okay. Just because he might be one of my favorite wrestlers comically over the last 15, 20 years. Um, and he's always down to uh pull out a ladder in the middle of a Royal Rumble match or show up to the women's Royal Rumble match.
1: Let me get our truth One of the best to do it out here. One of the best. All right. If they don't put him in the Hall of Fame, it's a damn shame. Yep. No, he's guaranteed. He is 100% yeah. guaranteed. He's as
2: good as they come.
1: Yep.
5: And it's, the funny thing is, the funny thing is, they. I think they, they I'm going to say it's about five years ago, Somebody did an article or something on him, and they asked him, like, you know, do you try? They were asking, basically, essentially, do you want to be like WD World Champion, or does that some of your goals or whatever it is? He was like, listen, I've I've tried, I've been there. That's just not my thing. He wants to be entertaining. He wants to be. (laughs) He still wants to. He's still rapping. I mean, he still put out rap albums. He's the definition
1: of a Cyrus. Cyrus. Yes. I'd like to offer you a trade. Oh boy. (laughs) I'd like to give you all three members of Totic Attraction for your Up and Coming Stars pick. So you would get Gigi, JC, and Mandy Rose. And I will take your Up and Coming Stars pick. So that means I would have two up-and-coming stars, thanks.
5: I- I'm gonna take that. I I want okay. my toxic trash. All right, I'm gonna take that. Cool. All personal right. Personal reasons. <laughs> personal reasons. Amazing. <laughs> it's
0: all, all personal right. for Cyrus right now. That- that's that's
5: personal reasons. I that's no wonder
3: just- Cyrus's computer doesn't work. That's <laughs> 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 oh, fired, Joe. I like that. Okay. And- okay. Andy Rose got her own. What is it? Uh, fans page. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God.
5: Yeah. Cyrus knows all about that.
0: Cyrus, hey, your that's... wife doesn't know about that, does she?
5: I don't know what you're talking about. I I don't I don't know what you
1: I don't know what you're talking about at all. Not at all. All right. So, uh, Leland, you're up, sir. All right. So.
2: For my up and coming talents, I'm going to take somebody that's really been impressive lately on AEW, Kanosuke Takeshita. I think Whoa. the dude is going to be a future world champion. Uh, he's entertaining as hell. He does a good promo, even though his English isn't great yet. He, he can still put on a good promo. I just, I, he's been very impressive over the last year or so. Yeah, he has. He's done a very good job.
1: Okay. Awesome. So that's me. I got two. So first off, I am going to take man, I've I've like so many different picks right now. All right, so I'm going to take my women's champion cuz I'm I feel like I'm building the a great women's division right now. I'm going to take Liv Morgan. <sighs> And then for one of my up and coming stars, uh, a lot of people don't talk about this person, but I think she's phenomenal. She is from the NWA, and her name is Camille. So I'm going to draft I've Camille seen her. I've from seen her. the NWA.
5: I've seen her. I like. I like her. I like her attitude. I like her. I like. she does. It's actually she put. She does a. She does a great promo. And she like you can really feel when she hits when she hits somebody. You can really feel it, too. You can see like it feels like you're really like she's really giving to him. So,
1: yeah, what I'm trying to do is I literally have. So, like, I look at my women's division. I have Sasha. I have Thunder Rosa. I have Chris Statlander for some size. Now I just got Liv Morgan. That's a smaller body. And then Camille, who's tall. So we're going to have like some fun matches out here. All right. Uh. Leland, you're up. So
2: I'll take for my mid-card, I'll take Eddie Kingston. He's never going to put on a five-star match, but he'll give you a five-star promo almost every time the mic's in his hands. Love it.
5: Cyrus, sir? So for my mid-card, I am going to go my mid-card. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with uh, with, with Gunther.
1: Oh, Gunther. That's a good pick. That's really good. Joe Mac. I got you for two, sir.
3: And I only have two picks left. I have mid-card and additional because you're taking my up-and-coming. Don't forget. Yes, yes. So for my mid-card... I... I looked through these lists, fellas, and, and we've done a big disservice to the wrestling community that this gentleman is still available. Uh, He's top 10 all time based on longevity and what he's done across all of these companies. Chris Jericho is going to be on my mid card. I don't know wow. how he's not been drafted
1: yet. I thought he was, that's, no? That's, no, he hasn't. Oh. No one. He hasn't been <laughs> no. drafted. So Jericho's joining. I'll
3: take any iteration of Jericho. The Painmaker from from New Japan, the Lionheart from WCW, Y2J, Jericho with the list and the short hair. You name it, I'll take it. And then for my additional pick, thinking outside the box to wrap up my draft of the day, um, I big upped him earlier in this podcast because of everything he's doing For the Bloodline storyline, I need somebody else to jump on the mic. Give me Paul Heyman. Oh, okay. Give me Paul Heyman. All right. He can be the antagonist, the protagonist, or just the man on the mic. You put him in any scenario, he makes it 10 times better.
1: Amazing. All right. Uh, Cyrus, you're up, sir. Let's see. I still have my enhancer pick left, right? Uh, you have your enhancement pick. You have, uh, did I do the math wrong? You have your additional pick. You have, oh yeah, you you have an enhancement, and I think you have
5: tag champs, right?
1: Yeah. All right.
5: I knew I knew I had two left. It wasn't winter storage ones. Yeah. Um, for the enhancement pick, I'm going to go with John Cena.
1: For the enhancement pick, John Cena was taken. Uh, you, yes. What? A long time ago.
5: A yeah, long time
1: was, ago. Was that was like first. first, like the second. Ah, uh, you know,
5: yeah, I'm sorry, I'm, I, I didn't see that. I'm sorry.
1: Boy, <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah, that happens at least once when I'm doing Fancy draft. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll change that. Um, so tag champs, I'm going to go with. I need a little comedy in my life. I'm going to go with the Alpha Academy. As my tag champs,
1: Alpha Academy. Okay,
5: even though I know, even though they get ready to break them up, but
1: yeah, already Alpha Academy, cool. And then Leland, you have. If I got this right, I think you're missing your tag champs, and yep. is that it, or your? Do you have a women's champion too? No, I'm
2: missing tag, women's, and enhancement.
1: Yes. Okay. And then that's what I figured. So we have, like, one more round. Yes. Okay, here we go. Go ahead, Leland. You go.
2: So I'll go with my women's champ. And I I was struggling to think of somebody who would fit that stature. But I'll go with Ruby Soho. I think she's wildly underrated. Me too. I think AEW's misused her very, very, very badly.
1: But I will go with Ruby Soho. Okay. Cool. So I have two. So... For I'm gonna take my world champ now, and I am gonna take the phenomenal AJ Styles. I looked at my list and I don't have like a baby face to root for, so I'm gonna take AJ Styles, and then let me see. I'm missing. I think I'm missing my tag team champion too think so. I didn't hear you say tag team. Tag team. And I've. Okay. And I have. I have a tag champion. All right. Yeah. Tag champions. I'm going to go. Oh, there are three I'm looking at right now. And I. I like all of them because I looked at all my tag teams and all my tag teams are all split up. So it'd be nice to have a a tag team that exists. I'm going to take you back. Early 2000s. It's a total nonstop action. And I'm going to go with the Motor City Machine Guns. Okay.
5: Still around, too. They actually impact champions right now.
1: Yeah. All And I think pretty much I have, well, we got one more round left to go. Yeah, I've got two yeah. picks left. I think yes. Cyrus supposed to. You have two picks. Joe, you have one, right? Uh,. Yeah, I got one pick left. Sorry. Yes. One pick. Yes. Because I got you traded one to me. Yep. Yeah, and I traded
5: I traded one to you. You traded one with me earlier too as well.
1: Okay. So awesome. all right. So Leland, you're up.
2: I'm going with my tag champs. And I'm gonna go with the Good Brothers.
1: That was that was Leland, that was literally one of the other teams I had on my list too.
2: The motor sipping machine guns were on my list. They were I was taking them and then you did, so I'll go good <laughs>
1: brothers. I love it. All right, Cy, you're up. So for my enhancement, I'm going to
5: go to I'm going to go to NXT and I'm going to go with Trick Williams as my enhancement pick. Trick Williams. I make a talk on, my make a talk on the mic.
3: And you got Carmelo too
1: yes sir yes you do Joe
5: you're
3: up my last pick is gonna be uh the women's tag team champs in WWE damage control uh I already have Bailey so that gives me EO Sky and Dakota Kai to add to my women's roster and the tag team champs in the building uh, damage
4: control.
1: I and the all right Go God. and Cyrus you have one more
5: it was a surprise signing is the last one
1: it was the uh, yeah you're, you have an additional pick
5: huh. um
1: it's from any of the five categories
5: any of the five categories. I'm going to go almost. Um almost. 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 Okay. I need I need a I need a big giant out there that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna take his licks
2: as he's learning.
1: <laughs> All right. And Leland, I think you have one more left.
2: Yep. So when I'm talking enhancement talent, I'm thinking straight jobber. Just somebody's gonna go out there and get their ass beat, but be entertaining while they do it. So I'm going to the indies and I'm going with Luigi Primo. And if uh. you guys have not seen Luigi Primo, <laughs> you should, because he's incredibly entertaining. Um, he's been on AEW a couple times, was very good. Yeah, he I know you're talking about. <laughs> he, just, it, it, he uses a pizza in his matches, and he's very funny. I, I think that's what you're looking for in an enhancement talent, somebody like the Brooklyn Brawler, something like that. So Luigi Primo is my pick.
1: Yes. All right. So my last picks, and I think I have – uh two more because I think I, I took Joe's pick and I had Cyrus' pick. So I'm missing my enhancement talent. So my enhancement talent, it goes along with one of my earlier picks. Um I have Matt Cardona on my roster. So I'm gonna take his tag team partner, the most professional wrestler, Brian Myers. Uh if you remember his old streak back when he was in the WWE, he <laughs> went the O and 137. <laughs> his uh, defeated streak his defeated streak. So we're going to keep that one going. So I wanted, so like I said, I I took some picks because I wanted some young up-and-comers because I'm I'm trying to make the, my looks like my best division is my women's division. So I took Camille as one. And my other picks is from my, I just realized my picks are very, Impact heavy. I am taking the death dolls, Ty of Valkyrie, Jessica, and Rosemary. As I traded one threesome off, I got another threesome back. As weird as that sounds, but yeah. <laughs> but there it is, the third edition <laughs> to the Manly Musings podcast, wrestling. Promotion draft, (laughs) one of my favorites. Lots of trades happening, and yeah. Uh, I don't, we're out here. Uh, Merit, is there anything that you'd like to add or news? Andrew, edit that part out.
0: (laughs) I have no idea. I've got lost like 30 minutes ago.
3: And the one thing I'll say is when 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 you guys first started and we first had this first episode of the wrestling, Merritt mentioned my favorite wrestler of all time, Triple H, and out of respect for Merritt and Merritt alone, I have not drafted Triple H. Okay, <laughs> so one day one day Merritt's gonna draft his own roster. It's gonna be like Triple H, Al Snow as enhancement, <laughs> <laughs> the Hardy Boys, like. <laughs>
0: I'll take Kurt Angle. <laughs> Kurt Angle, man,
3: Kurt Angle. Yeah. I had Kurt Angle on my list. No lie. <laughs>
5: I love it. He, he's gonna have Booker T. He has Booker T. And uh, he's gonna have a Harlem Heat come out. As his <laughs> hey, you know
1: what? <laughs> if no one's taking Undertaker, I'll take that motherfucker all oh day long. Oh my god, the Undertaker! Did y'all see him in the Super Bowl ad for the? Yeah. What, what okay. was it? Draft Draft Kings or something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's how you know. K. is dead. Undertaker is doing commercial ads. Yep. W- so, has, has anybody has anybody seen that DraftKings? How does that work
5: when they do? Because they say you can make a pick for whoever's going to win the match or whatever it is. How does that? How does that work? Because they already know already.
3: I'm gonna just say bye real quick, fellas. I gotta go record the Mush Squad podcast with my boy John. Yes, sir. Right. As always, super appreciative to be a part of this. I promise, Kev Merritt, we will have a crossover episode one day soon, okay?
1: Yes. Okay, we'll hold you for, to, to, to that. I want to be a
3: part of the right. Mush Draft. You got it. The Manly Mushings podcast. Come oh, I love it. <laughs> peace out, fellas. Peace so. out. And then oh there God. were four.
0: That, that sounds like a great podcast. That
1: does sound like a great the podcast. The Manly Mushings. Yeah. Well, if anything, I'll just say this before I end it. So this looks like this could possibly four of us might see each other in Pittsburgh in September, you know. We're not in Pittsburgh. Well, Morgantown, whatever. Morgantown.
0: My God, yes,
1: Andrew, you're gonna need to edit all this part out and just like (laughs) fast forward to the outro. But you can keep it in if you want to. Just keep but it in. This
4: is a, whatever
1: you want. I no this is going to be a long discussion. Discussion. Merit, I, Merit, I can't, the word, man. He's killing me. I swear. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, guess what? It. You'll be back next week.
1: I, yeah, <laughs> Cyrus will be back next week. I have to write you all of that. Yes, don't worry. Um, but I'm assuming it's outro time because Merritt is mad at me. I'm not mad at you. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> like, God. I love it. All right. <laughs> but I guess it's for the fifth time, it is now outro time. We want to thank uh, Joe Matt, Leland, and Cyrus for joining us on this journey together with uh pro wrestling. Yes, poor <laughs> Merrick. Uh and he's gonna have to stay up to like download this. But as I continue, if you somehow are still watching this on the YouTube, please. Make sure you like and subscribe to our page at the Manly Musings Podcast. If you somehow are able to listen to us and bear to listen to us, play, make sure you do it on one of the following platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Amazon Play. We are on Google Play. We're on Spotify. I totally did it in the wrong order, but I'm sorry. Um, You know, follow... Merit at his Instagram at Merritt underscore P. You can follow me at my Instagram at flavors 624. Follow the podcast Instagram at the Manly Musings pod. And uh you can follow Leland and Cyrus if you like. There are links into our Instagram posts. And yeah, that's all I got, guys. It's been a night. Peace, y'all. <laughs>